Hello and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators, home to NARC Troopers. Today's topic is Something Wicked This Way Comes, and it's not the narcissist. Recovering from covert abuse while the world seems to just unravel, it demands a special kind of grit. So, D is for drama, and darn it, um, the narcissist has wrecked your life, and you've got plenty of that going on. You are decimated, destroyed, dismembered. They are delusional, defiant, dangerous. Okay, enough with the Ds. And in the midst of all of this anguish and despair as you try to reimagine a new life and reconstruct a stronger, healthier version of yourself, the world interrupts. It interrupts your best efforts with a never-ending, deadly, and disabling pandemic. Think about things like long COVID and their per permanent damage, for example. Uh, and then there's the war with potential for nuclear escalation, climate crisis that threatens food supplies and loss of life-sustaining utilities and shelter. There's prolonged and imminent deep recession and possible depression with catastrophic loss of jobs and financial security, increasing homelessness or being unhoused and unsheltered, violence, is increasing, stabbing is increasing, like knife-wielding assailants are increasing, political divisiveness and polarization, and extremism leading to fascism and civil discord. Global collapse and the supply chain uh, maybe shutting down or not working correctly, depleted ozone and magnetosphere, and the rise of the uber-narcopaths the narcissistic psychopaths who will exploit us all when we are most vulnerable and weak. Wow, that's just too much, isn't it? But you know, it's all very, very real and threatens humanity in a complete and existential uh, kind of way right now. So what do we do? when we can barely summon the strength to survive one day at a time and drag ourselves to work and continue some semblance of a functioning life, when we have been gutted like a fish and hollowed out like a pumpkin, how can we attempt to prepare to survive the coming days that will challenge even the strongest and healthiest citizen of the planet? Tough times call for tough measures, and I promise you, we were on the brink of some very bumpy times. Instead of succumbing to intrusive thoughts, tortuous insomnia, crippling panic attacks, wicked anxiety, and analysis paralysis about everything narcissist that we need to focus on to plan to navigate the coming challenges, you know, there's all that. What can we possibly do to fortify, to strengthen ourselves, and to shore up our resources. Well, here's a little list for you. Number one, be informed. Get informed about all of the stuff that's just, you know, happening um, around us all the time. You have to get ready to hit the 
the the um, hit you know hit the pause button and you know when all stuff hits the fan right to figure out some realistic plan or strategy about how you're going to take care of yourself and take care of those who depend on you if you don't take the time to look at the facts and the reality that is headed our way you're going to be caught with your pants down leave that awkward naked bum scenario to the narcissist you are better than that through learning and cultivating curious mind, a curious mind that seeks both the right questions and the real answers, we are empowered. It is our arsenal, our weapon, our defense against the misguided fear-driven actions of ignorance. G.I. Joe always said, knowing is half the battle. Remember that? He was right. Knowing can save your life in more ways than one. So be informed. Number two, be inspired. Study those little faces and, uh, or old faces or pet faces or any face that looks to you to provide care and safety and let these dependents fuel your superhuman drive to focus on getting them what they need while pushing all of the narcissist-themed stuff to the side. you got to focus on those faces of the people who love you and the ones who need you, the ones that are really there in reality all around you. We have bigger fish to fry now, folks, and most of us have dependents who trust us to take care of them. Let them be your inspiration to drive you to rise above the muddy muck of trauma and, re and recovery from that trauma. Love is always the answer. People with NPD cannot feel love, but we can. We must be able to recognize those who truly love us and use that love to fuel our action. Many may say it, promise it, say it's forever, whatever, but in reality, they don't even know what it is. Identify the real thing, then defend it with your life. Number three. Be proactive. Being reactionary is a horrible way to get through life. It causes inadequate responses to challenges, impulsive and emotionally charged reactions, coupled with a lack of information and facts, and a panic-fueled, hair-on-fire kind of approach to problem-solving. Think of that wise an aphorism. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Nip it in the bud. Identify the issues, make a plan A, and then make a plan B, and then a few other contingency plans that, you know, just in case disaster strikes in a horrible cluster, you know what, avalanche kind of way. Think about what Hamlet said. Remember he said, when sorrows come, they come in battalions. It kind of, kind of, I think it kind of feels that way right about now, doesn't it? So you have to, um, be proactive, you know, not reactionary. Number four, be resilient. Um, we may not like it, but sometimes life forces changes upon us, and we have no choice but to accept and adapt. Accept and adapt. It's just an immutable law of the universe. You can rail against the injustice, stomp your feet, shake your fist, gnash your teeth, 
that comes from Acts 7, 54. And render your garments, which is the custom of tearing one's clothing as an expression of grief or terror, comes also from biblical um, roots. So, but just stop it. Stop doing these things. You know, it is done. It is what it is. So, you know, you have to accept and adapt. You know, this is this is what we have. This is what we were served up. You know, you can't send it back to the kitchen. There's nobody there. They have closed. You're locked out of the restaurant. You know, you're in your car with this wrong order. That's not what you wanted. What do you do? They're not in there. They can't change it now. This is what you have. You can throw it in a trash can and be hungry, or you can just try to adapt and accept that this is going to be your dinner tonight. It's not what you ordered, but you know, Hey, it's what you got. You know, this person, this person that is stuck in your head that you can't seem to let go of, you know, they were not for you. You have to accept that with every fiber of your being. And then you have to adapt to your new life without them because, you know, they are gone and it doesn't, it may not feel like it. You may not believe it. You may still be having magical thinking and fantasizing about some reunion or hoovering or whatever, but stop it. You know, you have to accept and adapt, um, you know, fighting it, denying it, hoping against the truth of it. It's all going to kill your soul. Release them back to the universe. They don't belong to you. Um, Okay, number five, be anchored. Tempestuous winds will blow, and you must find a way to tether yourself to solid ground. This could mean different things to different people, but everyone must have something to prevent them um, from hurricane force winds that are going to inevitably blow your way. Think of the Wizard of Oz and poor Dorothy, you know. For some, it could be a job or service-oriented mission to serve others. Um, for some people, their core grounding is family, family of origin, or a new family, or, or a new tribe that speaks their language and knows the dance. And yet others may anchor themselves in their faith and religion or spiritual beliefs. You know, it could be so many different things. But you have to ground yourself, anchor and tether yourself to something so that you're not swept out to sea, to that tumultuous, stormy, vast and empty black depths, you know, of the sea. You don't want to be swept away out there. Number six, be self-empowered. You know, learning to self-validate from the inside out is one of the hallmark qualities we must acquire and continue to grow if we want to be healthy, happy humans. We also need to learn good coping mechanisms to deal with pain and anger and fear. That does not mean the same thing for everyone. Different people need different soothing techniques and self-management tools, exercise, meditation, prayer, service, hobbies, pattern interrupt strategies, parasympathetic nervous system work, vagus nerve work, calming techniques, and countless other activities can regulate your emotions and keep you in check. You have to figure this out by trial and error. Go stand barefoot in the dirt and hug a tree. 
bite a stick or howl at the moon or dive naked into the ocean, burn something, recruit prayer partners, sing to yourself or take a long walk and narrate everything you see and smell and feel. Draw it or paint it. Let music soothe you. Whatever system of management you need to develop, just do it. Do it now so that when the grocery shelves might be empty or the power goes out for some extended period of time, you're going to know what to do and you will not descend into chaos or panic. You know, I know that this is a huge ask, a heavy lift. It seems impossible, but people manage to do impossible things in impossible times. And you know, that's kind of where we are. So that's it for today, guys. That's your message. You need to prepare with these different little numerated items I have given you. Spend some time and review them. I promise they are very valid and substantial ways to start thinking in that direction and maybe hopefully take some action in that direction and it will make things easier. Um, okay. Stay safe, everybody. Much love. Bye-bye. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.